You can stop. There's one singer in this group, and it ain't you. I'm lowering my standards for you. Just don't understand that. Just check the harmony, bitch. Understand, yeah. I've got tones in here. I've got tones. Just want people to know. Anyway, people, welcome back to the show. It's two girls on the mic, and I'm so happy. My partner in crime Woo! is back in the studio with Woo! me. <laughs> Woo! How are you feeling, Shazza? Oh my gosh, I'm feeling so much better. <laughs> I'm feeling, do you know, I'm feeling remarkable. I'm feeling amazing. I'm feeling blessed in all ways. I'm feeling happy. I'm feeling full to the brim. Wow. I'm, yeah, I'm good. I'm oh, good. I'm so pleased. I'm chuffed. If some of you guys were listening to the last um, Two Girls on the Mic, which was renamed to some free 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 boys and one one girl <laughs> turned into some some poor movie i needed you with me poor yeah, listen it was terrible i'm like damon set the standard and from when he said that that was it the tone of the show just went <laughs> it went to the left so guys if you if you get the chance you know listen to the last show that we did with the cut the chat team and um, you know hopefully in the future we'll do more shows and this time Cheryl will be with us definitely you know because we need to like set the standards yeah in there, damon make sure that certain people like ain't change in the tone of you know we bring respectability to the podcast respectability it <laughs> <laughs> needs to be enunciation yeah. respectability we bring it around here but anyway moving on from respectability did you have a lovely christmas oh the great crimbo yeah. i had a really really good christmas um caught up with so many people you know the thing was um, every time we'd come to do the podcast beforehand and you'd been like oh what I, what had I been up to and I was like work work and it really wasn't a joke it really was that mm. so when it got to Christmas it was really nice not just to have you know the time off from work but to use that time kind of like reconnecting with like friends and obviously family and you know the kitchen and <laughs> kitchen food you know. and... my favorite place at home <laughs> so yeah no i had a i had a great christmas i had a really really lovely um christmas day great boxing day you know great day after but it was just really cool just yeah. having time to catch up with friends family like i said so yeah really really nice christmas Aww, definitely pretty much the same it was nice i went up to birmingham shout birmingham. out to the family <laughs> in birmingham um and I, I think i ate my way through the entire i ate then i slept i ate then I, and that was the pattern and my mum was looking at me like what in the hell is i turned into ace you just get cooled out the sleeping was just it was deep but i listen i needed it my body was like literally shutting down like i've had a heavy december and towards yeah. the end of it it was like let me just you know curl up in a corner somewhere with a bit of chicken crumb you know flake or a bit of chicken drumstick coming down my lip and yeah. just chill out so i enjoy that new year's was pretty much the same i didn't do anything watched yeah. jules, jules holland on is, is this new year's eve Did yeah you new year's eve yeah. and just just chilled out so, okay yeah. i was in church on new year's eve and i loved it that's yeah. all i you know that's all i wanted to do that's all i needed to do it was actually um yeah it was a it was a chilled um night and i really i really really needed that so in the new year mm. the way i want it to continue with blessings and praise and all the rest of it so yeah to go church really really good wow. and so here we 
are two girls in a mic. Two girls in a yeah. mic. Two girls, two girls, two girls in a mic. Oh 2016, La. I know. We made it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we did. Oh, I'm so pleased that we did. New year, new you, maybe. Oh. Perhaps. Yeah, I mean, do you know what the new me is going to be? What's that? The new year is, the new me is going to be a more, a more balanced me. I think, you know... You know the circumstances around my absence last mm. week, and I think really it was just, uh, it was just my body saying, "Take time, mm. take time, slow down." You know, so that was really like, you know, I won't go on into it on the podcast, but you know, as I've said to you, it was really scary. It was definitely a wake up call, and it's definitely a call to me to say, you know what, take your health seriously, and when you need to stop. 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 Mm. And so what I think I'm going to, what the new the new me is going to be in this new year is somebody who just takes the time and stops and doesn't go so hard. Because I go hard, you know, for what I go hard. And then, you know, I have beautiful family and beautiful friends. And then, you know, so outside of work, you're still spending time with them and doing things and keeping up the social appearances and, you know, signing those autographs. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Write those checks. You know, so just doing stuff and like, yeah, I have a busy life. But I realized and, you know, it was it was brought to my attention in the most stark fashion that I just need to take some time and just chill. And so that's what I'm trying to do this year. That's the new me, somebody who is more responsible about how I treat myself. You know, I just cannot go pulling overnighters which I do you, you know I've done on cases mm-hmm. I, I can't you know just burn the candle at both ends as they say and if I do just realizing that at some point I need to stop and say okay guys shut us down for a moment I need to rest and taking that rest so I guess I think that's going to be the new me Aww. And to start gang banging in these streets. Well, maybe you said that. I'm gonna pull you up whenever you're like, I need to do this. I need to do. This. I'm like this girl. She like she runs on Duracell batteries and does not stop. Oh, I'm like Cheryl, please. Yeah, Cheryl, no, do you no. sleep at night? Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. But sometimes even that sleep is punctuated mm. or is is preambled with a racing mind, and then still it just feels like sometimes when you're not quite asleep you're just going to sleep that that, you know your mind is still punctuated with thoughts of what you have to do and what you're gonna do and what you didn't do and you know what's next and stuff like that so I just need to just chill really that's gonna be I just need to just chill and just take time and just realize you know there's just one me Mm -hmm. and you know I just I need to take care of that one me I think a lot of people you know make the mistake of doing that thinking they can do everything I've only got 24 hours, so I have to fit everything in at one time. Yeah. You know, I had a similar thing that I did like a few years ago and I was just doing far too much to the point where I remember being on the tube and just feeling really faint. And I I was basically recovering from the flu. I hadn't fully gotten over it. Yeah. So I thought, oh, you know, so I've only got a snivel now. The flu's gone. But you know, the flu stays in your system. Yes. It might just turn into something else, chesty yeah. cough block nose or whatever but it's still there and I made the mistake of getting up at what o'clock in the morning going to the gym going hard 
No. Didn't put no food in my system. See? I get on the underground where I find it hot under yeah. there anyway. And I'm telling you, I saw birds, I saw stars, I saw unicorns, wow. I saw fairies, I saw everything. I had to get off at the next, and I had to sit down. So and I sat dangerous. there for about half an hour before I could actually pull myself together and get back on the tube to go to work. Yeah. So, you know, I had to call work and say, look, I'm really sorry, but I was just feeling ill. So I yeah. had to sit down. Yeah, and my boss is like, oh, okay then. She didn't really know what to say to that because it's quite an unusual thing, like yeah. for someone to turn around and say, look, I wasn't feeling well. I just sat down for half an hour. Yeah, but that's literally what it was. And had I carried on, I would have been face down on the on the on the underground platform. This is what somewhere. we do to ourselves. Yeah, we ju- you just I feel like especially women. I feel like we we think we can do everything because you know if we don't show that we can do a certain amount. I think that at times we probably get scared yeah. or worried that people look at us in a certain way. You're not as strong or you're not yep. as capable. Definitely. Yeah. I know that I have, I have that fear. Yeah. I have that fear. If I and don't do like, it, if no, I don't achieve it, yep. it's fine. Yep. I can yep. do it. I can do it. And it's like, okay, know your limits. Not just, you're not, you know, you are capable of doing a lot, but know that you have a limit when your body says, stop. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. You know, but yeah. I'm glad that you're back. I'm glad that I'm back. Yeah. And can I say as well, um, because we always, well, sometimes there's a habit of us kind of like um, being down on like the NHS and doctors and all that kind of stuff. I Shout mean, out to the NHS. Look, here. man. Because you could be living in <laughs> the United States of, of America. America and you could be paying some stupid yeah. amount of money yeah. to get seen to. You don't want them problems, B. You really don't want them yeah. problems. So as much as you want to cuss and curse the NHS, you better thank God that it's oh, here. Because there. if it wasn't, we'd all be in trouble. Yeah, shout out to all the doctors and nurses at St. Mary's in Paddington, my birth hospital. Oh, <laughs> bless. Um, yeah, definitely. So that, you know, I do, I give thanks. I give praise mm. to, you know, where I am in life. And I just intend to just, you know, keep being healthy, y'all. Mm. <laughs> I think I like the mantra, like, new year, new you. I do feel like it sets kind of, it's good to set goals for yourself. And although people kind of get down on the fact that, oh, you shouldn't be, you should be saying that every year and everything. If it takes for you to say it at the beginning of the year, then at least, you know, you've kind of started something. It's just maybe the execution of it that people need to look more at and kind of throw more scorn on because people don't execute they say it yeah but they don't kind of you know make those plans so to speak so if you make put those plans into action yeah then you know then clearly that mantra works for you have you got any actual resolutions i don't really make resolutions my one is just kind of like like i said the balancing but do you have any actual Resolution. So you are resolved to do this in 2016. Grow this ass, get this, get these abs going on, and start traveling more, baby. (laughs) But you did a lot of that. I know, but they need to be a little bit more. No, I'm joking. Um, I do that anyway, as as a general. But um, I do want to travel more. Mm, mm, Like mm. I'm really just like I don't know what it is about this year, but I feel like I am going to literally travel more. Actually, I was listening to I think it was um. Ace and much shouts out to Marcus Bronzy. I did listen to the last show, by the way. And yes, I do like coconuts. And yes, I'll climb a tree for you. But we'll talk about that later. But um, I think they, I think you guys mentioned something about which show um, is this? Ace and Marcus podcast. Yeah, How to Kill an Hour podcast. You guys should listen to it. It's really good. You listen to it if you listen to it. Recommend it, people. (laughs) Recommend it. And he was talking about there's a friend of yours that's been on like 23 holidays 
within the last year. Wow. Yeah. So I was like, oh my God. And some people will look at that like, oh, that's like, too, no, it's not too much. Anytime you can get on the plane, go. Go. Because it kind of, it really just shifts your whole perspective yeah. on just everything. Like you're out of your environment, you're out of your comfort zone in, yeah. in some cases. You're, you know, you're just, you're just not in your space. So you're forced to do things that ordinarily you probably wouldn't do. Yeah. And that's, that to me, it's really exciting. It's the, the prospect of kind of, finding another part of yourself that's brought out because you've decided to just leave the country. Yeah. So I really want to do a bit more of that. Holiday. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Come on. Celebrate. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to stop these musical interludes, Ace, I'm telling you, (laughs) find the records and play them. (laughs) Those ears burn every time. Home, we sing like you seem like pulling the earphones away from his ears like this is yeah this is too much what is that noise yeah what's, what's this no this is weird <laughs> but yeah okay <laughs> right so what are the things that have caught your eye recently as we've moved into this new year like? well in case you've been living under a rock which i know you haven't been no this whole bill cosby thing we've got oh to talk about gosh. it we have to talk about it because it's i feel like this is the story that will never end there's just chapters it's and chapters that keeps on giving keeps on giving baby keeps on giving yeah so in case you lot don't know bill cosby you know the man behind the infamous cosby show and a different world and a plethora of other things as well stand-up comedian you know literally was called america's dad at one point during the 80s um he has been charged with sexual assault now apparently allegedly we'll say that about up to 50 women have come out and kind of complained about his um sexual advances saying that you know he's he drugged them and you know he had um um sex with them in some cases i think um you know whilst they were drugs yeah and this happened over a period of maybe like 20 30 years like many women have come out so he's been charged um with with one sexual assault um clearly the statute of limitation in that case i don't know if it's if it's gone um but it hasn't because no i think um, it dates back to 2004 okay so this is the most recent one they can probably yeah. get him on because yeah. he's with they're within their rights to kind of you know press charges um about that so with this case kind of just as a, as you said the gift that keeps giving there's been a lot of talk about you know this being a conspiracy this being something that is damaging black america and black people because of his legacy um I've seen a lot of, I've seen like, like memes, I've seen like YouTube. I mean, let's get, let's let's really get into this. I've seen people. Shezza, I know you've got a lot to say and I'm going to give you the floor (laughs) because I know you've got a whole bunch of stuff to say. So what do you think about this whole thing? caping for Bill Cosby that, oh, do you know, it's just been ridiculous. Let me tell you some of the things the arguments, the presentations, the speeches, the soliloquies, the monologues, the Twitter wars that I've seen, tweets going on about Bill Cosby. And the ones that have caught my attention, sadly, Mm. sadly, are from just, I'm going to say it, misguided black men who see any kind of, you know, accusation being made against Bill Cosby 
as some kind of, like you said, conspiracy against black America, conspiracy against Bill Cosby as, as if he was some kind of figurehead for all of black America. Oh, this is just, you know, them trying to... Them. Who's the them? That's mm. what I need to know. One, who is the them trying to tarnish his legacy? Oh, this is all because he wanted to buy some television network and, you know, they couldn't let that... They, they, it's the same them, them and they, couldn't let that happen because he would have been too powerful and so all these things have just been dragged up now. No, fool, no. No, they haven't just been dragged up now. Because, you see... This is one thing that I can't stand about people on social media as well. Never will they think to do research before they come on there with their itchy, itchy fingers, just tweeting away, just writing long, overblown Facebook statuses that just go on just saying BS forever. Nobody will identify to me who the they are, who the they and the them. Who is it? Is it just the man? And then secondly, they keep bringing up, oh, he wanted to buy this television network. Do your research. That was in the 90s. He wanted to buy it in the 90s. So why are the stories coming out in 2014, 15 and 16? Oh, I'll tell you why. Because they're not just coming out in 2014, 15 and 16. That's why some of these allegations were made at the time. If you do your research, you'll find out that Bill Cosby has paid off at least one or two of people who have made allegations against him within showbiz circles. If you speak to the right people, they will tell you that his nickname was Pill Cosby, P-I-L-L Cosby. Why was that? Mm. Why? Because he was America's dad. Is that why we were calling him or people were calling him Pill Cosby? Speak to the people who know and stop gang banging on social media, <laughs> talking about they, them and the, the society trying to bring down Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby, if he's guilty, if he's guilty, will have been the architect of his own fate. Mm. If he's not guilty, then you have to ask the question at that time, then how is it that up to 50 women say he committed several acts against them over the years. That question to me is not a question that makes me turn around and say, oh, there has to be some kind of conspiracy. That question to me at this stage makes me think, well, if there's 50, there may be something to it. Mm. And then let me see what happens in any kind of court case. Let me see what happens. But, you know, all these people that are out there caping, as I've said, caping for Bill. Bill ain't even caping for... Bill ain't even caping for Bill like that. have amnesia. And they forget the comments that Bill has made over the years in regards to black people. A lot of the black people who, Wait. you know, he wouldn't even fart on. Wait, before we even get there, La, have they even forgotten about his own deposition? Talking about his own behaviour. Mm -hmm. Go and check your facts. Go and get what he said. Go and listen to what he said about that period between permission and rejection. When you just decide, I think in his words, or I'm paraphrasing, to just go for it. What does that, what does that mean, Pill? I mean, Bill. <laughs> what does that mean? So all you people out there caping for him and talking about this big conspiracy, I need you to stop. 
check your facts and reload and come again. <laughs> Secondly, I'm going to need people to stop saying things such as, so they couldn't indict the officer that shot dead Tamar Rice. Are they, they using arrest. that as as a as a like for like comparison? Listen, oh no, I can't. Please don't come no. on my timeline with that. No. I, that I can't you, do that. People and their people and their Facebook statuses are, are getting serious? themselves blocked and deleted on a regular. The only comparison in regards to this case that you can make that I will accept, and it isn't about his guilt or his innocence. This is more about how the public, the media and the judicial system deal with certain people. And this is what I will accept. Why is it they haven't arrested um, Woody Woody Allen? Roman Polanski. Well, Roman Polanski, isn't he on the run or something? He's <laughs> no longer he's living in Switzerland, That's so they I'm can't saying. they won't extradite him back. And who's the other guy? Stephen Stephen oh I can't remember who the it one is, who but basically admitted Yeah, he admitted to it. His wife actually um, handed in a, a tape recording to the mm. authorities of him admitting that he sleeps with underage girls, mm, mm, right? Mm. That's the only light-for-light light comparison that I will accept Thank in you. regards to the way that, you know, black men in the in the industry in, and black women as well yeah. are treated comparatively to their, to their white yeah. counterparts when they do something that is illegal. I've said this before, I've said something similar to this on the last podcast that we did together when I was talking about Chris Brown and I said something in regards to, you know, if Justin Bieber was to do what Chris did, within a year he'd be fine. Yeah. Like, you know, Jamelia can't go into a, a toilet, punch an old white woman in her face and expect to become, you know, the nation's sweetheart, nation's sweetheart. Yeah, that a happen. year later. That's Cheryl. This, this is not our avenues to go down. And sometimes I really do think that when we come into money and to notoriety, especially, you know, celebrities, mm-hmm. I feel like we think that A, we're untouchable and B, that our consequences will be the same yeah. as, you know, as again, our white can No, it won't be. It really won't be. You can't buy your way out of this one. It's just going to be totally different. And I think if I, if you know, people who raise those arguments raise sensible arguments, but then they're not really sensible arguments for someone like Bill, mm. who, whilst he wasn't caping for black people, and whilst he was, you know, um, going around town and writing books and and putting down certain community, certain parts of black America. Mm. Um, he should have still known. Mm. He should have known this is that if this his comes out, is they're going to have responsibility. Thank it's you. like you you built this to just to destroy it because you decided to abuse, allegedly abuse your platform. Thank you. And that's what it boils down to. So my argument to those people, then, OK, then let's just say for argument's sake that he didn't do this. Um, are you saying it's more important that we protect the legacy rather than call out someone that's committed an act yeah like are you, are you are you saying are you saying then if it's found that he didn't do it are you saying that it was more important to protect this one black man's legacy mm. than perhaps consider whether he has been a serial abuser of women because mm. if that's right yeah. then you're telling me something else about your own issues of patriarchy and where women, exactly. where they're standing so, in society. So, you know, you should be fine with men coming on to you. It's okay. And it, all I'm hearing is it was a long time ago. You should move on. It doesn't matter. But I'm, all of these dismissive things, I'm like, no, he abused his position. That is wrong. And he... 
fooled you lot as well and he's still abusing his position yep. because you're back in that you're back in the act yep and then you have that same tired argument which we spoke about again mm -hmm. in another podcast where people use that idea of well why did he think why did why did his victims take so long to come forward mm. and i say to them well there are many a reason and if you are critically answering asking that question you may you may find answers you may mm. think about the fear factor mm. of coming forward the shame factor of coming forward look what's happening now all mm. these years later imagine what it would have been like then closer to the time of your abuse coming out and then having people tell you that you're lying yeah you, you, you so all of those factors but people seem to think that the age and the date of an allegation seems yeah. to lessen its veracity of it or its truthfulness and again i, I keep using the example of stuart hall mm -hmm. that it's a knockout presenter who abused and i can say without saying allegedly abused um uh, uh women back in the day mm -hmm. and they came forward in the wake of the whole kind of like operation yew tree and the, mm. the jimmy savile era of things if i can call I it that mentioned jimmy oh yeah savile. but the thing is they came forward years later mm. when the allegations were that he'd was said to have indecently assaulted i think it was about 13 girls um between 1960 odd and 1980-odd. And he pleaded guilty. Because mm, he knew. He held up rights. his hands and he said he was guilty. So the thing is, don't use the age argument mm. as, if it, as if we don't have precedent for victims who have been victims of sexual assaults taking some time to come out. So that, to me, it doesn't mean anything because you should know by now that it happens and it doesn't take... It doesn't take that much to think about why people keep these things to themselves. Yeah. We live in a, in a society that constantly victim blames, that constantly looks for reasons why, that constantly will start talking about, well, what did she do? Mm. Why was she in that position? What was she wearing? Why was she wearing that? Why did she go to that room? Why did she... Why was she there at that time? Mm. Which, in some circumstances... Don't get me wrong. Those are questions which need to be posed. But sometimes those questions are not being posed with honesty. They're not being posed with real honesty. They're very accusatory. Like, they, that, what did you, you must have did something yeah. to make this grown person, yeah. this grown man, lose all of his senses and put drugs in your drink and then, you know, take That's advantage of is. you. It's never, it's never being asked with, well, how come she was at the room? Okay, well, maybe there was a culture of, you know, he was harmless. So if he said, I'm in town and it's not a hotel room, it's probably a suite with a whole living area in all the rest of it mm. she may have gone to see him then that may not have rung any alarm bells in her perhaps naive or young mind mm. there's your answer but is that the answer you want or do yeah. you want the answer of yeah exactly she mm. must have went to his room because she must have been on it so you know there you go how can they now be saying oh it's right all of that kind mm. of stuff and also as well you forget the image that bill cosby had at that time you're america's dad you know you're this kind of father christmas like figure if you like like you know i can imagine at that time especially for your young girl you're quite naive like what could america's dad possibly do exactly. to me he has all of these children and he's very caring exactly. and giving and loving and like you're not thinking oh, my man's gonna drug me and look, do what he wants with me look 
that's the yeah, furthest thing for you. And it might sound naive, but a lot of people are naive and you're not going to think that way if somebody has that image and has actually perpetrated that image to make money to make money off of you yeah. the same people that are like oh this is a conspiracy and yeah. to fool you all i understand when people say i don't want to believe it mm. i understand that's an honest response i've, I've said that numerous times I you really, don't want to believe I really it don't want but it. even check the reasoning why mm. you don't want to believe mm. it you don't want to believe it not because Bill don't mean anything to you, but because he means something to you. Mm. So use that. Use the fact that this is how much he means to me. This is the image that I had of him in my mind. Mm. So think about what those those women may have had. The same image of this man. Isn't it... I mean, doesn't it become a bit more understandable how people can find themselves in quote-unquote compromising positions but compromising positions that shouldn't be compromising unless you're dealing with someone who's grotesque enough mm. to take advantage of a woman because it shouldn't be a compromising position to think that you're going to go into maybe the room of or the home of or invite him into your home if he's some kind of actor who's said to you he can help you he can speak to you he can talk to you about getting on in your career what are you going to think is that the first place that... Should we now? Should mm. our minds go to that place? Men, answer me this. Is that where us as women's minds should go whenever one of you mm. says to us, I can help you, come and see come me. Come and see me, Come yeah. into my office. We should be mistrusting. Oh, oh, oh my God, no, I can't go there. He's going to drug me. He's going to rape me. Oh, my God, no. Is that how you want us to think about you? Just you know, throwing it out there. Just letting you know. But Hashtag yeah. just asking. Just asking, man. Just but asking. You know what? I think this, obviously, this 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 um, whole issue and incident has got a lot more mileage to it. We're going to see what happens in the case. Mm. Apparently, um, his wife, is it Camille? Camille yeah. Cosby um, has to swear a deposition. I think oh, she's she got wants, to give evidence. Uh, yeah, and she's got to give evidence in the case. I think there were some moves to try to prevent that from happening, mm. but that appears to have been unsuccessful. So that might be quite interesting as well. Um, but yeah, I think people mm. should just keep their eye on the ball. Mm. If they are going to come with arguments for and against, come with at least sensible or evidence backed Argu ones. Facts. Yeah, yeah. facts. You know, perhaps because if but not, these conspiracy theories is just—I like, can't deal with this it. Ain't the Bermuda Triangle. I can't. I can't mass. engage. <laughs> I can't engage with. They're just trying to tear the black man down. Why didn't they do it when he was at his peak? Mm. Why is it happening now? No. Yeah. He wanted to buy this television. That was years ago. Why are you using that? Mm. Why are you trotting out that argument? Because you've seen it on somebody else's timeline. Have you gone back and done your research as to when and why and who else? has tried to buy that same network. Mm -hmm. oh. The only thing I'm looking forward to seeing during this trial is his um, defence lawyer. Um, I can't remember her name, but she she is one to watch. That's all I'm going to say. I've watched a few videos of her doing interviews and, yeah, that's she, 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 she's the one. Do you know, I always... Right these kind of cases always obviously pique my interest mm. just from the the legal aspect and watching lawyers so you're right i definitely have um an interest in that like when it was oscar pistorius's trial mm. i was very interested in watching this the the styles of the opposing advocates didn't really rate them that much but yeah that's definitely <laughs> no no i got a saying i got a saying 
I didn't. Um, but you know that that one's um, done and dusted. But yeah, it, mm. I will definitely have my eye on it from that aspect as well. Watching yeah. the lawyers She's in the case, always very impressive. Very impressive from from her interviews. Obviously, I haven't seen her yeah. at work yet. Yeah. But um, yeah, I look forward to that. But anyway, moving on from Bill and on to Miss Beyonce. Beyonce. Beyonce, I don't know Beyonce, yeah. <laughs> so Beyonce is trying to add a little bit more to her string of talents. She's already starred in a few um, films or, already, but I think she wants to win, so I hear, an Oscar. So her plan to do that mm -hmm. is to uh, allegedly write and star in the, the story of, um, you know, Venus Hottentot, a.k.a. Okay. Um, is it Sargi Bartman? I think her name is a, she's a South African woman who was displayed in London and in Paris as a freak show mm. because she had a derriere, basically. Mm. So she, yeah, it was during the 1800s that this kind of happened. So Beyonce wants to tell her story, but she wants to star in it. Of course she, she does. wants to write it. Of course she However, does. people are like, nah, Beyonce, you, this, ain't, this isn't for you. So a couple of people have been saying, you know, why shouldn't she tell the story? It's a, a, it's a story that needs to be told and who's to say that Beyonce actually won't do a good job because she's allegedly got a team of, you know, writers and I guess, you know, historians who know the full facts of the story to kind of help her bring the project to life. So I guess my question is, are people being unfair to Beyonce? Like, if she's not going to do it, then should this story even be told? Obviously, the, you know, Beyonce herself has been a woman who has been, you know, kind of looked at because of her derriere. So I don't know if that's why she's kind of drawn to this, to this, to this story. Yeah. So, I mean, oh, look, Venus, uh, Venus Beyonce, <laughs> you can sing, you can dance. Can't we just leave it at that? <laughs> I mean, must you? Must you? It just gives me... It gives, it just, it, it makes me feel anxious. Mm. It makes me feel anxious because the story of um, Sarah Bartman mm. is, you is know. Is Sarah? Well, that's what they used to call her as oh, well. okay. Um, is, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a delicate subject. Very. It's a subject which um, deals with the whole issue of race. Mm. It deals with the issue of slavery. This this woman was enslaved. She was one of two mm. women who were captured and sold into slavery and then displayed in this way because of her physical um, attributes mm. as, like you said, a freak show. Mm. What's the... I would... I want to know, what's the reason for Beyonce wanting to tell this story? What... Is it because she just thinks this is something? Because you know, you opened with saying, "Oh, she wants to, she wants to win an Oscar." Mm. If you're going into it with but, that as mm. your reasoning for wanting to tackle this, Beyonce, stop! Mm. I'm going to need you to step away because the story is too is too tragic, is too sad, it's too horrific, it's too it's too delicate mm. for that. It's too delicate for that Beyonce. So I don't want her to just use this as something that she can just, you know, try and get props off. It needs to be done properly. And I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not saying this, um, you know, just dismissively. I'm saying I don't know if Beyonce's the woman for this mm. project. Um, 
and then I I really want to know what's what's in her heart when she thinks about taking on this project. So right now, yeah, I'm not for it, Beyonce. I'm just like I'm 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 fifty fifty because I feel like not enough of this story, not enough of the, the the story, meaning as you said, her reasoning as to why she wants to do this has been told. I feel like a lot of this is speculation at the moment. Um, there's been a few stories out about this, but you know, people are like, no, this, this, this can't happen. Mm. Um, it's interesting. Was it last year, 2015, 2014, that they had the, you know, the, remember the human exhibition, oh, exhibition in, in the, yeah, like in, in the South Bank. Yeah. And every time I think of that, I do think of um, Venus Hottentot in the yeah. way that, you know, our bodies are just there for, you know, just to be displayed. And That's just what I to, mean, it's disgusting. Yeah, it just, I just, I, it doesn't sit well with me. So I, I don't know what, what aspect of this story, like what are you trying to teach people, what are you trying to teach people? Because to be honest with, you know, to to be honest, Beyonce, your, your, your own body, you've put out on display of your own Thank accord. You. Whereas, you know, Sarah, she didn't have any choice in that matter. Yeah. She was literally... Enslaved into yeah. it. And then, so I don't know, like, I'm, I'm trying not to judge too much because as as you say we don't really know what the reasons are but to yeah. me i'm just like nah this is this is this is bizarre yeah if you want to if i mean if you want to tell the story as well tell it right what i mean what perspective do you want to tell that story from do you want to tell the story about her enslavement do you want to tell the story about how she was treated as a public spectacle how men european men mm. used her at, at, abused her and had her out there just on show as a public spectacle is that what you want to do you want to draw analogies within that mm. and maybe your foray in the music industry if you want to do that that might be quite interesting beyonce but you know what i suspect it's not, not that not gonna be that yeah i, I suspect beyonce it's not holds that. a lot back in regards to herself we only know what she as famous as she is and jay-z we only know what they want us to know which is quite obviously very clever on their part if i was super famous i'd be like I only want people to know they can't know everything, yeah. which is fine. I understand that. But if you're going to kind of do a comparison, a like for like with your story and Sarah's story, I feel like you need to kind of just expose yourself a bit more so that we understand fully as to why you decided to cho choose this story. Right. And it might make more sense right. to people. Yeah. Because right now it just seems like you may just be doing yeah. the same thing that was done to um, <laughs> her from before, yeah. just, just using just her as a vehicle. Her, yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, um, yeah, I'm not really here for it at the moment. I know it's all rumour and it's all conjecture. I'd love to know if Beyonce is w wanting to tackle this project first and foremost. Like, why? Mm. Why do you want to go there? And, and, and how, how do you propose to tell the story? Because when you, you know, when the overview of the story of this woman, like I said, just being treated as a public spectacle, even when she died, mm. they... Yeah, they had her body in a museum in Paris right until the 1970s. Yeah. When you check it, it's not it's that long ago. Man. The 70s. I was born in the 70s. Mm, let me keep my mouth shut about <laughs> that one, yeah. But do you see what I'm saying? Late 70s, by the way, people. Cut open, <laughs> dissected, yeah. and her remains and her body still there on show. That's, that's what happened to this woman. Mm. That's how she was treated. Beyonce, what do you want to do with that story? Mm. Interesting. What do you want to do with that story? Listen, if, as long as they don't touch Nanny of the Maroons, yeah, I was like, that story right there is a story that needs to be told, but I actually don't want Hollywood to touch it because I think they would just mess it up. Yeah. She's like just one of just this 
a hero in in my in my eyes. If guys, if you don't know about her, please do your research. I ain't got time. We we go. I can't talk about her right now because um, cutting into our time. But that is a, a historical figure whose story I would love to kind of just see on the big screen. But obviously told yeah properly. Yeah, but do you want someone like Beyonce putting her no. all over there? That's what I'm saying. No. Beyonce, you sing. You're fantastic at that. You can dance. You're fantastic at that. I'm not even being rude when I say I'd just like to see her stick to that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I really Listen, haven't seen I much. I want to hear names like Viola Davis in line with Nat. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, really, like, hardcore. This is a hardcore story to tell. Yeah. So, Ava and so, Sarah's story yeah. as well. It's a hardcore story to tell. So, yeah. it needs to be treated with absolute care and consideration and just with, you know, the thought of we need to teach people yeah. or at least try to do Sarah justice because yeah. she's been exploited enough we don't need and sometimes do you know sometimes just in rounding it off sometimes it's just like there are other stories mm. you know there are other stories not just ones that that you know continue along this line of you know us being enslaved when I say us I mean like yeah. black people in general being enslaved and being mistreated and you know all the things that spurred from that we do have such a rich culture and history some of that needs mm. to be um spoken about so maybe, Mansa maybe musa is another historical figure whose story has not been that's one of the, one of the richest men yeah ever on yeah. the planet not apparently black man. bankrupted um some other kind of nations yeah. because why yeah. are you not telling that that's yeah. a story we all need like that man knew like oh just like incredible pre-slavery stories let's yeah. put it that way yeah and they never get you know so much is looked upon, which is very odd to me. Yeah. Mm. Well, maybe, maybe in future, you know, as um, as time goes on, people will realise, black mm. filmmakers will realise that there are... Well, they do. I know that they do. And I know that there are um, reasons why some stories don't get told. So let me not start acting brand new. <laughs> um, but yeah, maybe these stories will come to the fore. So what do you have any, like predictions of things that 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 may happen in 2016 um for me personally or just generally like yeah both bit of bit of both love bit of both uh, okay (laughs) so i feel like generally like the black lives matter movement i think it's gonna just spiral into just something it spirals into something glorious already i feel yeah and i feel like it's gonna just get tighter and better yeah um unfortunately i don't think I'm hoping and I'm praying and I really do want to be wrong that, you know, we're going to get less shootings or less kind of, you know, just 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 black people dying Abuses in really of ho- black, horrific black ways. Lives. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you do, mean in the US or worldwide? Well, let's let's focus on the US. US, definitely, because you know they have a history of just... Yeah. just this. And the only reason why we're seeing so much of it now is because obviously the inter- age of the internet, the yeah. age of like phones and, you know, it's been going on for ages. But I, I feel like it's produced something that is just amazing because it's not just pulled, obviously, black people together. It's all over the world. This is yeah. a global thing now. So I can see it kind of just growing. I hope bigger. so. Yeah. And I hope I hope people really get to understand what it is is and stop with the all lives matter <laughs> you know what? I t- i'll tell you one we of my know predictions all lives matter but no. we're talking about this i'm gonna tell matter. you one of my predictions for 2016 even though i'm calming down yeah <laughs> i'm gonna start gang banging on people oh on God, social- nah, do you know what because block, block, <laughs> block and delete has been a good part of 2015 but now it might be time to be a bit more vocal and start telling people 
I don't really mm. have. I don't really have people come and say, "Oh, but all lives matter." Mm. Do you see what I'm saying? Oh, no one's been stupid enough to come to go on my there. Timeline. To go there. I didn't there. have someone tell me that Rachel Dolezal does, has done more for black people than black people have done. That was just the other day, and I just thought, if you're gonna like stand up, please and say tell me that you like stop their wind flow. I just like no, please. I can't be doing that because if she's your if she's your great white hope, then great for you. But that's that's I don't champion that. Yeah, so. do you know what? So I'm gonna I think I'm gonna start being more vocal. Yeah. On my platforms, um, with people who I think are just even maybe being hypocritical, you know, who are um, saying ridiculous things before I do the block and delete. So I'm just because the block and delete is kind of like a silent assassination, isn't it? Block delete, they don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I'm going to come with a cussing block delete. <laughs> it's going to be a free part maneuver for 2016. So not even cuss cussing. them out. I'm not even going to actually. Let me let me be specific. I'm not really going to cuss. I'm just going to tell them what I feel. Block and delete. Mm. So it's going to be kind of you know, kind of you know, a bit of chi in action. Tell you how I feel block and delete you're gone i think i think we do need to start being more vocal in 2016 about things that matter because you know what i think i think that there are things like um black twitter in which you know that phenomena black mm. twitter in which kind of like we talk about uh, and black people talk about things that are um, pertinent and germane to them and things that have gone on in the world and you know a lot of that is US based as well and we kind of have our discussions and people look inwards like the media looks inwards and takes what they want from it but I think we need to start telling people I think we need to start te- I think we but need to start not, I feel like we've been doing that people just I don't know. choose to listen to what they want to listen to I, d- I mean I, I don't know okay so you know when like I know you guys discussed it um, on the, the the end of year show, mm. Damon. But he's snuck in here like this is the renaming the, 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 the show. The most quiet I've seen Damon. And are you right there? <laughs> anyway, to keep quiet. Let me, just, <laughs> let me just say where I was going with that. So um, I know that you guys discussed Dappy, yeah, and his end bomb, and you know. People were, and I, I, I have to say that I was one of them. Like, I came on because I think you had alerted me to, you know, how we do shares. Have you seen what? <laughs> so I now picked up my, <laughs> picked up my phone, went into Twitter, mm. saw the tweets, and I think I tweeted a few things, and I was um, being a little bit facetious with it because I don't rate Dappy. Dappy don't really need to be told by me. Who's Dappy? <laughs> Dappy don't. Do you know what I mean? Unless you get arrested, Dappy, he's you need a criminal law. Did you not hear? He slept with a black girl, so he's now one of he us. Did, he did whatever he wants he to do. But, you know, Dappy doesn't doesn't register on my day-to-day relevance, mm. you know, kind of graph. So I guess I was being a bit kind of jokey about it. I, my, I, my hashtag was like, who's we, bruh? And stuff like that. But realistically, I'd, what I did say and what I did respond to was when people were saying, oh, I wonder if some of the black UK artists are going to come out and give their point of view. Mm. And, you know, it was kind of like, yeah, we'll wait. Well, when have they ever? Like, but not, that's not what in a I'm bad saying. way. No, but oh, that's you what mean I'm, notable people that's, to say yeah, something. So that's, okay. what, that's, what, that's what I'm saying when I'm saying that 2016, for me, and let's hope it does become a trend, is when people start stepping outside of the circle and being vocal advocates about stuff that they believe in. Because if not, 
we're just all, what are we doing out here? Mm. What, and I'm finding it harder as I get older to, to really relate to so-called artists and entertainers if there's no real substance behind what you're doing. Do you see what I mean? Mm. If it's just you're bringing out a song and it's catchy, but then man can't really hear from you and man needs You know what? This is like. I think it's about, okay, I hear what you're saying. So what you're saying is, can you use your platforms that you have? Use your platforms. A bit more sensible Else, to kind of let people know about what, yeah. what we're actually going through outside of your three minute song. Like yeah. there's more going on to this. You could do so much, yeah. but you, for whatever reason you choose not to, yeah. which is weird to me because the issues that we're talking about affect you yeah. as well. You're not exempt from this because you've got money. No, but they feel exempt though, isn't it? Which is a whole new subject. <laughs> a whole new subject. So yeah. So hopefully one of my, one of my, when I was saying like predictions for 2016, I just feel like there's going to be, some level of revolution because again and i know we talk about a lot of u.s based Mm. stuff on this show because i guess it's kind of like it's uh culturally culturally um relevant to us and the world's getting smaller as well like yeah and black to me you know black people we're all you know i'm not saying this in a cliche we're all connected so when Mm. i see things happening to you know my black folks in 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 all parts of africa in america I'm I'm tuned into it because I'm just like this is this is the world and this is us and we are them kind Mm. of thing so I'm hoping that there there will be some kind of some kind of call to action Mm. there needs to be a call to action because sometimes I just think we we just things go so far and it, it, when I say that statement I'm talking about I said it to you before off off mic like Tamar Rice Mm. The officer that shot him, not indicted. So, basically, we're 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 at a position now where you can have a young twelve-year-old boy playing with a toy, okay, playing with mm. a toy in a public park given in in a state in America seconds. where it's not. No, he wasn't given. See, mm. he wasn't given. Mm. Those two seconds weren't given to him. That's that's the that's thing. That's the time it took for the officer to get out of the car and pull his gun and then kill that poor boy. Two seconds. Let's count it. One, two. You've rolled up and you've just murdered somebody. And that's okay. Mm. That's okay. That's okay. So if if that's right, which is not, but if that's right, if that's okay, what's next? I told you we're going to see more. Doesn't it? But doesn't it have to be revolution? Yeah. Doesn't it have to be? Because if it doesn't, then you might as well lay down and die. Mm. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. <laughs> so wait, this is a gloomy 2016. <laughs> um, oh, and no, let me even, let me even, let's, 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 that was one of them, but let's go on to light hearted subjects. Did yeah, you see that hashtag on Twitter? Um, and it was a South African hashtag about um mispronunciation no of names um so basically um in um on twitter they uh oh god and, and this story is oh that story was hilarious hilarious no but there's this other one there's this other one <laughs> so some some south african kids basically said made this um made this 2016 hashtag the year we mispronounced back. Mm. So there were loads of memes saying, like, 
South African kid, what's your name? And then someone um, says, Tom. Oh, hello, Talikwe. <laughs> and then oh, they'll be like, no, Tom. Oh, sorry, Talakwe. <laughs> so all of that, we're going to see more of that yeah, in 2016. But you know what? <laughs> this is relevant to this story, which has just oh, been handed woman, to me. I love her. <laughs> she actually she called killed the man it. a demon. So a lady called Tora Shea, um, she moved into a new position mm. at work. So on her very first day at work, one of her colleagues comes over to her and basically asked her what was her name, even though it was on her name tag or her name <laughs> on, thing, her, on desk, her desk. I think it was. And yeah. her name, her first name is Tora. So mm. let me spell that for you. T-O-R-A. Difficult? No. So basically, he um, says, he looked at it, laughed and called her Laquisha or Shanishwa or something like that and said he's not even going to try because all them black hood names names. (laughs) are difficult. So she was like, oh, I, (laughs) this is what we're going to do. So basically she decided then to call him by some any name mm. in emails whenever she was addressing him both in person and to others other people in the office started to join in <laughs> that was in. the best bit i loved like, i was thinking oh story. maybe they're gonna hang her out to dry and leave her on her own to deal with this but, no so it went yeah. it went on for like it went on for like six months mm. and then he basically apologized to her and she eventually... Wait, he only apologised because he wanted everybody to stop. Not yeah. because he was like, you know what, what I did to you was messed up. Yeah. But because, please, everyone is joining in. Yeah. Can you just, like, fall yeah. back a bit so I that mean, I can get my life back? doesn't that sound analogous to many situations <laughs> in this world? <laughs> anyway, so the guy, his name was Evan. I think she was calling him Todd. She was calling him Jake. She was calling These him basic Tim. names. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, under the same thing. Well, okay, you're not going to try with my name. Let me not try with yours then Mm. so I thought when I was reading it I thought that was hilarious but once again you know sometimes when you read things on the internet don't read the comments Mm. once again people caping for him oh well he made a simple faux pas he made a simple error but she dragged it out for six months and she was exercising racism because she said that she went into her office and it was white as fuck and all of that kind of stuff and you know people losing their heads over that but not seeing the real issue was this on the Daily Mail that you read it no I read it in I think I read it in like the New York Times or something like it was I I read it in an American publication Mm -hmm. and and they're not actually seeing the whole point of the story that's all they're seeing no No. and that's why taking it back again that's (laughs) why People need to be schooled. Mm. Block and delete ain't always going to work. Block and delete is not always going to work. They need to be told, no, this is why mm. you're being... De- this is why you're wrong. This is why. And she did that. She did that in those six months. And he... You know, people were saying, oh, why didn't she report him to HR? She didn't need to. She dealt with it. <sighs> Oh, come on, man. What are HR going to do? What are HR going to do? <laughs> Except maybe sack her. <laughs> Call her a do. rabble rouser. Yeah. Call her a black angry well, woman. Why didn't you just, you know, sit down and speak to him and say, because this is a, a grown man. I'm sure it was a mistake. grown man who knew exactly no, 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 no. what he was doing. But, you know, to H, I'm sure it was a mistake. I'm sure he mispronounced your name by accident because, you know, Evan, he's... He's never, he's never exibited and this behaviour. your name behavior. is quite difficult to pronounce. Let's, let's, let's Come face on, man. it. 
How many times I'm in court? Shout out to Emma. I've got a lady in my chambers, a Nigerian lady in my chambers, um, Emma, and we did a trial together. This judge was just, just, just <laughs> defeating my surname anyhow. <laughs> she was just like... She, she got to me. She got to me. So I was, I, you know what, me, I didn't even have the patience. So I was was she like, like Miss no, 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 it was a, no. it, the, the, it was a male judge, but she was just like, no, Cheryl, tell him. Wasu, pronounce, tell him. So every time okay. she sees me with an accent. Don't let them, don't let them reduce. Reduce no, your surname. Bastardise your surname. Um, um, Orange is the new black. Yeah. Did you remember? I don't know if you, you probably did watch it. Her interview that she did with, I think it was with one of those late night shows in yeah. America. Uzo Aduba. Yeah. yeah. And she was saying, you know, at one, one point in her life, she said to her mum, she wants to change her name. And her right. mum was like, why, why do you want to change it? And she was like, well, people can't pronounce my name. She's yeah. like, well, if they can pronounce Tchaikovsky yep. and, you know, all of those names that end in SKI, what is their problem with saying yeah. your name? Yeah. And I'm like, that is the, the best. Mums have the best answers anyway. Yeah, and that was definitely. a fantastic answer. Like, just take the time, sit down, read it. If you can't pronounce it, ask oh. somebody. And just it really the doesn't take no, the, man, no the time. Amount, the amount of times my surname is pronounced with an <laughs> E at the end. And I- all day I'll be like, where is this E? There's no E there. Where, where did this E? I'm just seeing E. <laughs> I just... How? This is pure laziness. Yeah. But then, you you know, you do get some, you get some professional people who, who will say, how do I pronounce your name? And you'll tell them and they'll be like, oh, where's that from? And mm. then, you know, but and then they pronounce it correctly. And we're like, okay, then. Okay. Because yeah. I remember I was, I was really junior once as well. And um, there was this barrister. He's, he's a Queen's Council now. And his surname's Scobie, and I pronounced it Scooby. Mm. And he stood up and he said, it's, it's Scooby. You know, like, we're cool now. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. when he said that, I was just like, oh, I feel bad about doing it. I would never want to do that mm. to somebody's family name. Mm, do you know mm, what I mean? People just using your name. Destroying your name. <laughs> remixing it. <laughs> Re- remixing <laughs> it. Adding letters that don't even... Um, so yeah that south african uh hashtag um you know taking back miss or the year that we take back mispronunciation was actually jokes so if you're on twitter you need to look that up because i was actually curling there were some that were just so ridiculous there were some like what's your name marge Malalupwe. <laughs> no, I said March. <laughs> so it's just like... It's like and Little Britain. No, you know... The characters, uh, that they play in it. Oh, my God. When there's there's Which one is sketch... A... Is it in the, the diet class or something yeah, like that? where he plays the Asian woman. No, the Asian woman is, is speaking to him. And she's like, proper what? English. We say? We say? Regular English. Say? I can't What's understand what you're talking. What? Oh, God. <laughs> proper dismissive. And it's, it's hilarious because even though that's done in comedy truth in everything yeah. that they do yeah. like this is it that's real life oh my god that's hilarious. real life okay yeah, man let's move it along we're gonna do shady corner versus you are the light shady corner yeah i'm sorry i had to fling somebody in shady corners it's a conservative mp who needs to just sit down and chill because every year we have the same conversation about Notting hill carnival oh and they god. just need to let it be can i just say people don't touch Notting hill carnival you not know, whereas i'm need to leave it alone that place has so many memories for me and i just feel like it's the one place or the one time that people memories. can actually go for free in london uh, an event in london which actually costs you no money 
to just just go out and just kind of lose yourself for a bit and then go back home. But this woman actually came up with this idea that, you know, people start actually pay tickets to go to Notting Hill Carnival. How would that work? I have no idea how she thought that was going to work. But today, thankfully, the committee who's in charge of Notting Hill Carnival turned around and said, no, it's not. not. It's not going to run. That, 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 that carnival in itself, I think it costs like something like probably like a million pounds to put on, but it makes like, I don't know, close to 20 million mm. to um, what well, it makes close to 20 million. So if you do the maths, why on earth would they charge? And they make hand over fist. It's not going to go anywhere. Not unless you come up with, you know, a foolproof way of them making more, more money. That's the only way you can control, you know, what is going to happen to that event. I think that's what it is. I think maybe that idea was born out of perhaps controlling who would attend, yes. you know, perhaps like curbing people, putting people, actively putting people off attending maybe, mm-hmm. you know, because you know they're not, they're not really here for Notting Hill Carnival. I just, I just, I just feel like it gets kind of um, unfairly kind of reported on um, because they don't talk about Glastonbury or any other major event in the way that they do in regards to, rather than talking about the great time that people have, they yeah. talk about the negative side of it. This many people, um, you know, were assaulted. And, and in, in the grand scheme of things, the amount of people that actually attend Carnival and the amount of people that actually, you know, get arrested for a criminal act, is, it's next to nothing, but they kind of don't talk about that they talk about the negative side but yeah. they don't talk about that for any other major event and I'm i don't just think like, they even leave really it talk alone. about the history of no. i think because i think that needs reiterating because you've got all these young'uns coming up that don't really know much about why the carnival started i think you know and i mean you know we're using the term they and them mm. as you know i kind of rallied against in that whole bill cosby thing but i guess what i'm saying is we perhaps should you know filmmakers people in the media whatever program makers should perhaps focus on that as a subject to kind of school people as to what it is well they could do something like that this year because it's the 50th anniversary really officially this year so they might do something like that if they're smart then they will it'd be great to kind of remind people as to why it all started it wasn't just a case like let's just have a party in the street and yeah yay that wasn't it so if they do that but to miss what's her name victoria boswick you 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 going in shady corner because you really tried it. Yeah, you really tried it. Work. Why don't you work with the with the Met officers? Why don't you work with the organizers? Why don't you try to come up with a plan that actually, you know, let's do something where everybody benefits. What you want to do is just either move it, shut it down, or charge more, charge us more than what we already pay. That's ridiculous. We pay so much for London. You know how much a pay is. Do you know what I mean? Three pounds. Like you're giving them like ten pound, and they give you like fifty p. Oh, where's my change? Where's my chain? That's it. That's it. So, yeah, she Plus goes to pay to go Grove? No. Forget <laughs> that. <laughs> um, who am I bringing into the light? Um, comedian Dane Baptiste. We've got to get him into the show, actually. Dane Baptiste, well done to you. You've got the green light for your second season of your show, Sunny D, which I've watched, and it's hilarious. So, I've seen this man really grind and work hard, and I actually remember having a conversation with him one time, and he was like, Lorraine, I'm, I'm about to change. I just said my government name on air. Ace, can we just like... <laughs> Out. I just realised. Don't edit nothing out. <laughs> if 
I owe you money, that's the only time you can use it. But if I don't, then you, you address me as La. But um, Ace did a similar thing on his last show, and he's like, oh man, people know my name. But um, yeah, no, well done to um, Ace. Is it the Dane. name that is it the name that I picked up the yeah. food with? I was thinking, who's that? Why is he using some pseudonym? I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah we both done it faux pas but anyway yeah well done to Dane hopefully Dane if you're listening and if you're not too famous for us anymore come on our show and He's have a chit chat come up in here yeah man we got wine up in here Dane and everything yeah, I we'll tend to be the only one that drinks it but you know, <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome oh dear you're welcome okay sin? I don't know who I'm putting in um I do know, but they're all kind of like nameless at the moment. I'm putting in built into Shady Corner all the people, as I said, just out there completely caping for Bill Cosby and not in a way that suggests any critical thinking about the issues of, you know, sexual assaults and the, the late reporting of them and the reasons why and what may be the truth, but just on the basis of, oh, this is a conspiracy. Mm. That, that, that doesn't work for me as an argument. That, those words, this is a conspiracy, mm-hmm. without more, doesn't work for me as an argument. So until you work out your facts, you've got to be in my shady corner. You've got to be in my shady corner. And I'm bringing into the light, like I said before, the staff, the NHS, doctors, I support you. Aww, You're there for us when we need you. You know, we don't have to pay. Well, we pay our taxes, but we don't have to pay. <laughs> Did you say we don't have to pay them? <laughs> Directly out of our pockets. <laughs> yeah. And do you know what? Without you, gosh, who knows? All, all situations could be much, you know, emergency situations, um, you know, such as those encountered recently could just be a lot worse. So I'm just really grateful for all the staff um, and doctors and nurses and mm-hmm. support staff of the NHS. And so they are being brought into the light. Love it, love it, love it. Okay. Is that all we got for this week? I think so. I think we are done. So, Sheza. No, we were going to talk about, but I just, I don't want to, because I'm just going to go ham on that. So man, I'm in two minds about it. About um, the the, 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 the dancing. The dancing, the dancing dancing teacher and the girls. Okay. One clock. Because we've got a couple of guests in here and they're going to like do their um, podcast. I guess we can share the mic with them. Have you guys seen on. Um... Yes, I have. Right. What's your views? Just, qu- just quickly, Damon, what's your views on this? My views on this are. I don't really know. Like, like my first impression is yeah, it's decent, rate that. Bloody bloody blah, blah, but then why, 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 why am I, why am I giving you rate ratings and props that you're just, you. you know, I don't, I don't know. But then to me, it falls in line with. Have you seen some of the police officers that have been going around handing out gifts to black people? Yeah, you understand oh, and, and giving hugs them and Yeah, and it's just like, all right, yeah, I rate that, but what? No, you just don't want to get your head bust. <laughs> That's all. Like, you can, I see them giving you some Jordans and that, and they just conveniently had ha- happen to be a camera on the corner. No rude boy. <laughs> Nah, I give free hugs. So it's really is a bit contrived. Yeah, I, I was actually feeling it when I saw it because I just love I love all of this nene and foolishness. I do that with, with my nephew. Where? Yeah. <laughs> but looking into it a little bit deeper, I kind of yeah, get I where you're coming from. I was not here for it. I saw it. I did not like it. I did not repost it. I'm not here for it. To me, it's just it's foolishness. Why are we 
Why are we celebrating that? I know our people can dance. I know our girls can dance. That could be anyone's daughter, little sister. What are we supporting there? Is it because the white teacher's in there with them doing it? Probably. And somebody, and, right. And then somebody asked on social media, um, would would that teacher go into a, into a white school and maybe use the that. same form to start teaching them. And I suspect that the answer is no. Mm. So don't, it kind of like, it, it troubles me as to whether this is, you know, the dumbing down of academia. Because I told you, I'm a big fan of academia. And I want, I want us to treat it as a matter of excellence. Because sometimes in this world, that's what counts. That's mm. what gets you places. Not that you can whip a nene. Well... I'm glad you mentioned that because I actually went on his page and he's got a couple of videos where they did um, a few interviews with him because he set up his own school yeah. in Atlanta and um, they were interviewing some of the kids but academia does actually play um, a huge role in right. the way that they... I you get know, that way that and, they teach, right? So for me, I guess it kind of balances balances it out because if if what you were saying is correct and that's all they were doing, just going in there, you know, singing and dancing, and what's the other thing we're supposed to be really really good at sports and all the rest of it? Yeah. I would be totally like, this is this is foolishness. Is this all that you're doing? However, they they're very much like, if you don't get these grades and if you don't do this, you know, they even have a um, a course in there where they make them kind of stand up and talk just basically do do public speaking yeah. they teach them how to speak properly all about that yeah and giving eye contact and like really like basic skills which a lot of kids actually don't have and they find have great difficulty with when they yeah. go into like job interviews and things like that and these kids bright as a button yeah like, and let me, let me let me practice what i preach in terms of um when you're mounting an argument about something doing the research because i too went and did some, and so mm. what I'm saying is, I'm not directing it at him mm. or that school. I'm directing it at the phenomena that I keep seeing on social media, and that is just like, yo, it's a like, white guy. Oh my god, it's so great! Yeah, yeah. or like <laughs> kids dancing, and we're just like overwhelmed by it. And it's like mm. that's basic, yo. That's that's minor. Yeah. That's minor. Stop celebrating. Stop it! Stop seemingly only celebrating my people for In the very aspect. basics mm. that we do. Why am I not? Because our basics you? are not basic to them because they can't do. Not that they can't nah, do but it. The thing is, they choose. They choose what the things that they want to be. You know, they want to find. A, a, um, um, they're okay with us dancing. I, I'm, I'm, I'll have that. Us singing. Mm. I'll have that. What about us? You know, killing it academically. <laughs> when when are we gonna when are they gonna shout us out for that? Mm. When are they gonna tell us about all the inventions that um have come from black mm. minds? There's a lot that's come out of Africa this year. Right. A when lot, when are lot. those things gonna yeah. be the things that we that we send viral? Don't send mm. girls dancing. That's well, I have to take off my page now. Take I that do off. love a little a, a nene <laughs> in the corner. Oh, watch me whip. Watch me nene. You made me think now. I'm really like to my seven-year-old nephew, don't do that! You're going to be an academic because Shezza said so. <laughs> Academia, yo! <laughs> yeah, I think that's all we've got. I'm Lou, did you want to say anything? No, oh, bless. No, 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 no. Cool, yeah? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that was not three girls, three guys. What did you say? Three. He turned our show into a dirty porn. Damon. I was so disgusted when I listened this back to it. This is the two girls and, and a, a mic, mic. podcast. <laughs>
Don't know. We out, yo. Yeah, right. <laughs>